I don't want to make a podcast anymore. Don't let the setback stop you. I'm done. Nope, we can't be done. We quit. I quit. Get a new... Get a new host. Okay. I'll ask her. He'll be great. Shh. He pointed towards my wife. Hi, greetings everyone. Welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we will be playing D&D. As always, I am your host, Tyler. And we will be recording, just to be clear, we are going to record this. Uh, I'm your co-host, Till. I fucking hate this game. If you're new to the show, Rolling with Disadvantage is our podcast where we argue, debate, and scream into the void. Yeah, I had something for this, but I feel like I don't remember it. You wrapped it, and it was gross, <laughs> about various aspects of D&D 5th edition. Feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast. Really, I love getting notifications from real people on yeah. Twitter. You know, yeah. like when I see yeah. those retweets or like those likes or those whatever. Love those. Those are great. I fucking hate that. In case you missed a notification. <laughs> it really, it's like, it, it triggers While me. While you were away. It triggers me. Like, it's like, you have five notifications. Do I? Do I? Fucking do I? No, I don't. I got one. You got none. I got none. No fucking notifications. It's bullshit. You know what I was watching the other day? What? I just finished up uh, on Netflix the uh, show Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Six-episode Norwegian drama. Sure. Uh, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah? Is that it? I don't want to say too much. I'm sure there's people that will be watching it. You could give me more. It is about life in a small town in Norway. So it's sort of... It's it's less fiction? No, it's a 100... It's very fictional. But it's like, is there magic? Yes. Oh. Well, then. There are There are... Giants and gods and such. Well, that checks out because the stories are heavily around giants and giants gods. Giants and gods. Yes. Yeah. No, that we're um, we're rewatching The Wire, which is. I feel like you guys rewatch a lot more than you watch new. The Wire is the best show ever made, so it's worth rewatching. Okay. It's only from two thousand and three. It's from two thousand and three, so it's old at this yeah. point. But it's the this, the the composite aggregate of five seasons of The Wire is the best television program. Ever produced. Okay. If you haven't watched it, talking to you, Till, and the listeners, spend your weekend. Don't need to talk to me. Spend your weekend. Go watch The Wire. I tried. I hated it. Well, that's because you're a racist. Well, distinct possibility. <laughs> you hate those elves. Yeah. Sir. Yeah. Dude. I, was, I didn't like Bright. Maybe that is a sign. Oh, you liked Bright? I hated it. Oh. I thought it was one of the worst fucking movies ever. <laughs> I, I thought that was the case, and you just fucked me up by, by leading me down that road. Yeah. No. Bright was Probably was not good. Garbage. Hot garbage. I mean, it wasn't the worst. It wasn't the worst was, thing I've ever seen, but it was well, out there. Well, no, yes, yeah. obviously. You know, I watched a movie about killer fucking lampreys in a lake in Michigan or something one time. Yeah, that horror movie where they get in, you like go in the water and they got in and you ate your brain? That one? Mm, I don't remember brain eating. I remember them literally What was it called? Do you remember? Blood Lake, I believe. Yeah, I think I've seen that. Were they in the brain? Yeah, they like ate your, your brain. brain, I thought. I thought they just fucking like ate your entire body. But they made you kill people. I don't remember that. Are we talking about, we talking about a different movie with a seaborne pathogen? Maybe. Are you talking about uh, The Bay? Oh, I'm talking about The Bay. With the, uh, they, you didn't make you kill people, it made you kill yourself because they were in you. The fucking uh, tongue louse, fish tongue louse. I'm talking about The Bay. I don't remember their name. They're like some sort of like old school trilobites kind of looking fucking thing. Water bears. Ugh. Can you imagine? No. All right, I'm rolling this dice. Yeah, where are we going? Hey, Drew. must be a druid. No, it's not. Hey, must be a... Fighter. Fighter. Those numbers are wrong. Must be the money! We were talking about how vanilla they are. Now As go previously right stated, the vanilla ice cream of classes. If you've never in your life played D&D or any role-playing fantasy game, start with the fighter. 
Well, just ask yourself, what are the four core fantasy classes across the board? Every game and book and thing ever. Fighter Man. One. Thief. Two. Spellcaster. Three. Don't know what you're going for with the fourth one, because those are only three I can really think of. Like a cleric? Yeah, like a divine spell. Divine spell. Yeah, yeah. Healer. Really Arcane, divine, fighter, thief. You have your tank, DP, you have your tank, you have your melee DPS, your range DPS, your healer, which is usually your fighter, your rogue, your wizard, your cleric. Yep. That is your that's your core four man party mm-hmm. in any it will win. in anything. It will win. Is it cleric or a priest usually? Mm-hmm. It's a wizard or a mage, it's a rogue or a thief, it's a fighter or a warrior. Yep. That's what they're usually yep. called. And when you get that group together, you will win. Yeah. You will win fights. Exactly. You, and you know what You know what the best part about that group composition is? It never happens. No. It does happen. <laughs> it never happens. No matter what the treasure is, somebody can use it. Yes. Right? Yes. Is it a sword? Got it. Done. Shield? Great. Awesome. Wizard staff? Nailed but it. But I want you to really think about the last several parties in any of the groups that we've been a part of. Uh-huh. We haven't had that, like, perfect group in a long time. Well... Cleric, Barbarian, Bard worked, but yeah. it wasn't perfect. Yeah. Our current... I think that was no, probably the closest. Doctors, our group and doctor would have been a ranger. Was our... What are we? A ranger? So we've got... A wizard. Cleric, wizard. Cleric, paladin. Paladin. Bard. Bard. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's not easy, but if you want a perfect group, the bedrock of that group is usually a fighter. Yes. Because... They're going to take the hits. It's going to take shit. Yep. Everyone else going to stand back? Cleric might come up and take some hits or yes, heal. Yes, yes. But your arcane spellcaster is going to stand back. Your rogue's probably going to stand back unless it really needs to get in there. Yeah, you know, we talked about a paladin being a fighter with some other stuff. Yes. A fighter is a fighter. A fighter. They can use the armor. They can use the weapons. And they get lots of extra attacks eventually. So, exactly. The, the two things that I think make a fighter, honestly, very powerful in 5th edition that they kind of weren't, kind of weren't, in other editions, is the amount of ability score improvements they get yeah, compared to other you, classes. If you look at... Normally, it's 4, 8, 12, 16, 19. For everybody else. For everybody. For them, it's... 4, 6, 8, 12, 14, 16, 19. Yeah. There's like almost twice as many. Yeah. I think twice as many. So those are feats. Those are score improvements. Like... Your stats, you'll have 20s, multiple 20s by the time you're done. Well, that's because that makes up the bulk of their stuff. Yeah. Like, you get a fighting style, great. Second wind, cool, fine. Action surge is huge. But then it's, you know. Archetype stuff. Your martial stuff, archetype stuff. And then it's ability scores, extra attack. Ability score, extra attack. And then, you know, some sprinkling of other things. But that's the core of who you are. You you customize a fighter through feats and through ability score improvements. Now, I want you to think about this. A fighter would be able to use... Bing Bong's axe much more efficiently than Bing Bong. Correct. That's incredible. Thing Level about. twenty. Do you see that number of extra attacks? Let's say three. Two, four attacks. Four attacks in one action. Yeah. Girl, friend. Plus, if you're a battle master, you can probably get a bonus action attack somewhere. Uh, or a even a crossbow expert. Yeah. Hand, hand crossbow. What is it called? Crossbow. Crossbow expert. Yeah. yeah. You know, offhand shoot with a gun. Yep. Can you imagine? I can imagine. You, easily having five attacks with this, and then maybe an opportunity attack. Even you're talking potentially six attacks. Are you looking at battle master? No. In a... In a in but a, I think the point is, holy shit, and then, guess what? I just action surged. Oh. I get all my you attacks may wet. again. You may be wet. What's action surge? That's where you just get an extra action. It could be used for attacking. It, it could even be a bow. It could be a bow. could be a disengage, I think. I think it's any action, right? 
Action I've surge. Starting at second level, on your turn, you can take one additional action on top of your regular action and a possible bonus action. Yep. So you can do action, action, bonus action, Whatever action. your action is, dash, disengage. Now, you can only Attack. do it once and then at level 17 twice. Yes. So it's... You know, you're going to use at it when you're going to use it. At level 17, you're saying, at level 20, you're saying I could attack 12 times in a single round without anything without extra? Without anything extra, not even bonus actions. Just two straight actions. I can... Let's say I'm using a longsword. Let's say that I'm level 20, so I'm probably going to hit you. Yeah, 12 times. 12d8 plus, let's say I have all my abilities scored boost, so plus 5 on each one. That's what, 60 plus... Uh, Five times twelve. Well, it's technically four point five times twelve, yeah. so forty-eight plus six fifty-four. Okay. <laughs> would you say? Would you? Say, so one hundred and fourteen. Yeah, quick. It's fine. Just quick one hundred fourteen damage. Yeah, but you, you, you're missing the great opportunity is multi-classing even with extra attack only two into like paladin. Yeah. And just smiting and smiting and smiting and smiting. Paladin's already get extra attack. Yeah, but not extra extra attack. Oh, okay, that's different. Yes. 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 Right. There's there's other classes that do bonus damage oh, and yeah. things. Barbarians. Yeah. Right. So you like you can stack more oh, onto yeah. those. Oh, 100%. So getting the multi-extra attacks is fucking huge. Ex- action surge is fucking stupid. Um, but then you're just getting the feats. Like, yes, any kind of feat that you might need. Um, flavor, you know. This is how you make the best archer. Yes. Through feats and the fighting styles. Yes. So we've covered fighting styles before. They're basically the same. Archery, plus two damage, and uh, wait, no, plus two attack rolls. Yes. Defense, plus one armor. Dueling, you gain the plus two to damage rolls. If you're carrying only one weapon. Yep, and it has to be one-handed weapon. Great. When finding the big hits, or you can reroll ones and twos. Protection is you can do the protecting somebody, and two-weapon fighting, which allows you to add the damage yes. of your bonus attack. So the the key thing here is the fighting class gets all you can of choose the any of fighting styles, whereas other classes get some uh, or not others. They get all of them, and they get an extra one if you are a champion. Yeah, I was gonna say there's another there's a way to get a second. If you are a champion, style. you get an extra fighting style. Yes. So you could, in theory, make a dueling defense. Or a, just be the highest AC thing possible, right? You get the... The defense would get you that. No, it's the... Wait, wait. Protection helps somebody else. Oh, two, oh two I'm, thinking, I'm thinking feet. of the ranger ability. It's two weapon, or the two two weapon fighting feet, feet yes, gets yes, you yes. extra defense. So you take yes, two yes, weapon yes. fighting and defense and then you get two weapon fighting feet. Bam, boom, bing. You have a pretty high defense for probably wearing light armor. Now, I want to point out, archery does say you gain plus two bonus to attack rolls you make with ranged weapons. Yes. Does that include thrown weapons? Absolutely, 100%. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Really? Absolutely. So I take my throwing axe yep. and I throw it. Yep. Okay, plus two. It's ranged weapon. Oh, there you go. I think that's what I wanted. So wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay, I was going to say, is there a way to combine great weapon fighting and archery somehow? <laughs> no, there is not. You have I to... throw my glaive. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. What is a two-handed thing I can throw? Um, a boulder. Well, someday soon, I hope they make a throwing, like class. Yes. Or at least throwing feats. So like throw anything back in the well, day. Well, the one Earth Arcana throne exists. Yeah, but I want like the throw anything feat where I can literally hurl boulders as a Goliath. So I think the the core of the fighter is his custom customization customizability. I don't know what the word I'm looking for there is. Uh, ability to be customized. Ability to be customized and to attack several times. Yes. But there are martial archetypes. Yes. Which I, I don't think we really need to go into all of them because there actually are a lot for the fighter. There are. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight official archetypes. Right. There's two unearthed arcanas open right now. So when we're talking about customizable fighter. You can do anything. That archer class, become an arcane archer. 
Bam. Now you have magic arrows. They do have some cool arrows. They do. I know. I don't, Seeking arrow. I don't think Arcane Archer's the best fighter. Death arrow that literally just comes and finds you and kills you. Where's the fucking Arcane Archer? It's not in that book that you're looking at, homie. Xanthar's. Is it Xanthar's? Um, but yeah, the... Uh, yes, it is. Banishing arrow, beguiling arrow, bursting arrow, enfeebling arrow, grasping arrow. I mean, it's just fucking fun shit. It's literally just fun. I Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. They're not necessarily going to make or break a fight, but they're cool. Uh, Cavalier is a very classic form of a royal knight um, that you would see in maybe like old uh, the one that rides Arthurian ship? legend and such. Or is a champion the one that rides shit? Cavalier rides. Cavalier rides Yes, ship. I believe. Cavalier. Uh, born to the saddle. Unwavering mark. Yes. Warding maneuver. Yes. So this is, again, your very traditional knight. Uh, the Eldritch Knight is your spellcasting knight. So let's talk, let's take a second spells. on Eldritch Knight. Why? Because you've mentioned this before. Every every class can cast spells, is what you said. Yes. Some way or another. Yep. Except for the barbarian. And here's our while well, he's raging. And here's our fighter spellcaster. He gets his own table, even. Yep. So at level twenty, say he's level twenty elders tonight. He does know thirteen spells. Yep. Up to level four. That is, it's not the worst. What you know? What's a paladin? Actually, that is that's Wait. the lowest number. That's the lowest level spell. Paladins, Paladins do get fifth. fifth. So do Rangers. Uh, Rangers go to four. Four, three, three, two. Four, three, three, one. Yeah. So. What do Rangers go up to? Fourth level? Ranger. Or they get to fifth too? Fifth level as well. Okay. So, yeah. So they get the lowest. I think. No, Arcane Tricksters. I think they go to fifth too. Shit. But here's the thing. Do those other classes get extra attack? Uh, Not to <laughs> the to level three. that fighters do. Right. So knowing cantrips is big, mm-hmm. and having those spells can be big, but cantrips I think are the the reason to be an eldritch knight. Would be right. What's the spell that does the green flame blade or whatever it's called? It's called green flame, green flame blade. blade. There you yeah. go. And how's that? How's that spell work out? Pretty well. Uh, you get uh, extra damage at a higher level, at fifth level and higher. You get extra damage on your basic attack, and then your flame also jumps to nearby people. But the downfall with it, actually, of as being a fighter, it's great for people that make uh, fewer attacks, um, like a, a lower level fighter or a paladin at a lower level. It's good because it allows you to get extra damage out to the various people. But once you start getting extra attack, especially at a fighter's pace, it doesn't keep up. It really just doesn't. Because you only get the one attack. It'll do an extra you know, 3d8 of damage, but if you're using a longsword, I'd rather get four attacks and add my strength modifier to each one. Okay, so you're saying Eldritch Knight doesn't keep up. Not with the spells. Not with the spells. In my opinion. Level seven, when you use a cantrip, you get to attack as a bonus action. So, action, I attack Green Flame Blade. Since I Green Flame Blade and got my attack action there, I now get to bonus action attack as well, which is cool. Action, surge, attack, four more times. Or, in in my opinion, literally what that's designed for is True Strike. Yeah. Cast True Strike. Bonus action, advantage attack. Which? Very good. Good. Very good. But again, the problem is that it's one attack. Correct. That's what you're doing. By casting spells that have an action requirement, you are limiting the amount of attacks you get. My favorite part about the Eldritch Knight is the ability to summon your weapon out of nowhere. It teleports to your hand. Where is that? Uh, Weapon bond. Yes. (coughs) And Arcane Charge is probably the funnest thing in the world. 15th level, you gain the ability to teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space. You can see... When you use your action surge. Yes. You can teleport before or after the additional action. 
So bam, I drop all my attacks. If you're not dead, I'm back. Teleport 30 feet. behind you. Or I'm, ba- I'm just back thirty feet. I'm away from you now. If you're not dead already. Yeah, why would I run away? If you're not dead already, something crazy is happening. I know, but I'm the fighter. I'm out there. I don't need to be up there. Everyone else is probably dead by this point. Or what's the? Don't they have like a, a maneuver or something? No, they wouldn't. Whatever. I'm thinking. I'm combining too many fighters in my head. Uh, what's the best fighter? Well, I mean, that depends who you're talking to and what you allow in your game. For example, there is, of course, the Gunslinger from Critical Role, nope. which is an official fighter class these days. No, it's not. It is. Nope. Uh, so, again, if you're not counting that, which is very, very powerful, uh, I like the Battlemaster and his maneuvers. They're quite powerful. Come on, waivers. Um, they allow you to get a lot of extra damage in. Uh, the Samurai gets the most attacks. There we go. Uh, they get the fighting spirit as bonus action on your turn. You can give yourself advantage on weapon attack rolls until the end of the current turn. So, bam, bonus action, advantage. Bam, four attacks. Bam, four attacks. Bam, four attacks. All advantage. Yes. Uh, so Three times uh, a day. Yes. Uh, and then, uh, where is it? Rapid strike at level 15. Uh, if you take the attack action on your turn and have advantage on attack and have advantage on an attack roll against one of your targets, you can forego the advantage to make an additional weapon attack. Against that target. Yes. As part of the same action. So, attack, attack, attack. Three, Do that three times, and on the twelfth one, forego your advantage. You get an extra attack. And you can do this more. To make a quick 13. You can't do this more than once a turn. Yes. Right. So you get a quick 13 fucking damage. So if you want to attack a lot and possibly have advantage on those attacks, the samurai is the way to go. But, I, again, I think... And at level 18, they have probably my favorite ability. What's that? Strength before death. They they will not go death. This is the guy, like, that will not leave the fight, whereas maybe the Eldritch Knight will. Yeah. This guy will not. If you take damage that reduces you to zero hit points and doesn't kill you outright, you can use your reaction to delay falling unconscious and immediately take an extra turn, interrupting the current turn. You can take a turn during someone else's turn. Yes. They hit you. They took their you turn, down, Their turn stops. And you say... Not this time. And you just fucking start wailing on them. When the extra turn ends, you fall unconscious. Yep. So they hit you. Their turn stops. You're standing there. You hit them. Four times. 13 times. Yeah. And then you fall to zero. Yeah. Hell yeah. Right? Hell yeah. Or take a potion. Yeah. Or drink drink (laughs) it. Yeah. Potion. Action surge. Potion. Action surge. (laughs) (laughs) They hit you. They hit you. Uh, you go to zero, but it's your turn now. Okay, I take a superior healing potion. Their turn again. They're sitting, they're standing like, why isn't this, how did he just do that? What just happened? How did he drink that so quickly? I was in between swinging my sword twice, and he didn't die. Yes, so. I, again, I think the one we, we should spend just a second talking about is the one you sort of Battlemaster. Battle Master. Battle Master, because maneuvers are, are, maneuvers are great. Yeah, and they're very versatile. That's and that's, that's quintessential to what a fighter is. Yeah. Customizable, anything you want to do things. Mm-hmm. Parrying, precision attack, pushing attack, reposts, so all the these things. So things that you can literally think about, like pushing in a battle or countering in a battle or Tripping, fainting. Disarming. Like helping your friends move around the field. Like if you want to be that kind of like strategist. Commanding someone to yes. hit something. Yes, exactly. They, they have those, but they cost, they cost man, uh, maneuver superiority. Dice. Which is just like key points. Exactly. Raging. You know, all, all things have limits. There are limits on what you can do. And this is the resource that uh, they get. I think it's three dice to start. And then it goes up to, I think, six at their highest. Uh, it's, yeah, uh, uh, four to start it. Five at level seven, 
six level 15. Yeah. Which is a big amount of space to only have five. But they're pretty powerful when used correctly mm-hmm. um, and can really make those bonus. million attacks you get yeah. do a lot of damage. Exactly. You get bonus damage, you get bonus to attacks, maybe bonus to your AC, you know. Uh, and this is this is what we're talking about for getting even extra attacks, the repost. Right? If somebody attacks you and misses you, you can use your reaction, spend a superior dart, hit them with bonus damage. Yeah. So suddenly, again, you're attacking, 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 bonus action, maybe attacking, reaction, attacking. The fighter doesn't stop attacking. Yes. That's the point. Yes. And then taking hits because you're wearing heavy armor. Th- yep, probably. There's no reason to not be wearing heavy you're armor. You're probably wearing heavy armor. And maybe you use defeat to have heavy armor mastery. You're, which you're, does what? Uh, heavy armor mastery, damage reduction three. Is that right? Yeah. Doesn't he give you something else, too? Uh, Probably, but you, the damage reduction three, I think, is the thing that matters. I know, but I want to just double check because I feel like there's... But you also take Shield Master, which gets you uh, bonus uh, to your deck saves based Here's on... Here's your strength by one Yeah. as well, so. which that helps your big attacks yeah. you take. Like, so, again, you're getting all these feats, you're getting all these boosts. Fighters are meant to be up there and taking it and dishing it. Like, anything that any other... Martial class can do the fighter does better, except cast spells and except rage. Yeah, right. I think you know. Next time I'm gonna make a paladin, I'm probably just gonna make a fighter. The only downside being like levels one through three, pretty boring. Boring. Very pretty very boring. boring. Pretty boring. Once you get your archetype, you start getting into it. Once you get extra attack, start getting into it. Yeah, getting some maneuvers, whatever you get. Yeah, yeah but level exciting. one through three is like, oh boy, which is. That same thing. All video games, all stories. The fighter at early levels is like, I'm fighter really. But then the fighter starts taking a backseat to spellcasters after like level ten, like eleven on. I don't know. As like playing, say you're level twenty. Yeah. Playing a wizard, sure you get the big flashy blow up yeah. shit. But my turn as a fighter at level twenty is probably a more interesting turn to take. Yeah, you just gotta live through my you know meter swarm, which I could probably do. My power word kill. I have a lot of hit points. What's my saves I get? Uh, strength X probably. Strength X. Strength con saves maybe. proficient in strength con. Yeah. So yeah. Those aren't the best saves to have. Con saves That's good against concentrating on spells. Strength saves. Strength saves. Con save really is not. also uh cold poisons or yep. cons. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but again, yeah, short of powered kill, right? We just go to zero. I'll still live. It's my turn. Yeah. Uh, and then I can keep going. But, like, the only problem me, is, you know, most spellcasters can fly. You hit me with one of your meteor swarm meteors because you can't aim more yeah. than one in the space. It's just, even if I fail, even if I just stand there, I'm not going to die. No. And then but, I'm going to come for your ass and I'm going to kill yeah, you. Then you can teleport away. I mean, I can teleport 30 feet. That's the problem with spellcasters. Like, spellcasters just become too much for a fighter after, like, level 10. I want to. Nobody ever really does this. Everybody always says that, but no one really executes it and has the duel. You know. I want to see it. It. You would need a lot of support. Like you would need your own spellcaster to cast fly, so you can keep up with the fucking probably flying wizard. I think. I think the trade-off really is. Yeah, the, the wizard has the advantage, right? I can attack him from far away. I can do heavy damage, but the fighter has the advantage that if he catches if he you, there. you're dead. Yeah. Because the wizard. Has no one to stand in the way. Oh, 100%. Even with mage armor. I'm going to attack you 13 fucking times. I'm going to get through. And I'm going to you kill can you. Ma- you can have mage armor, you can have shield. I'm going to get there. Right. So that, it's the whole, it's, the, it's a constant and, and back and forth. And then you take the argument, mage right? slayer feet, you know, to keep him from leaving or casting spells against you then when you're next to him. Right. Opportunity attacks. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I think I think we've waxed poetic about the fighter enough here. Uh, but it really quick. some love. 
Yeah. Just, you know, like any other vanilla ice cream, needs a little, you know, caramel on Best top. race, real quick. Ooh, uh, honestly, that's the thing about the fighter. They can all be great. Right. Uh, you can make, like, a... Uh, a Dex fighter. You can make an Elven Eldritch Knight, which would be great. Get Elven that Archer. Dex int. Elven Archer. You could make any kind of strength-based character. Dwarf. Honestly, Orc. there are so few classes that can't be a good fighter. You can I make them. Short of being, like, a, um, a Tiefling, an Int Charisma build, probably not going to help you very yeah. much. Um, Yonti is probably not. not going to get you very far. Uh, anything that's purely Int Wisdom Charisma builds, that's not going to do anything for you. But anything that gives you deck, strength, or con, you can make a good fighter. You can make a good fighter. Yeah. All right, people. Um, we'll be back with a... Who knows what? Who, who knows what? I'm assuming, if we're just looking at this, it's going to be a warlock. See, I'm thinking it's going to be a cleric. Okay, we're back. We're very passionate right now. Yeah, we were just having a whole thing off air about fighting and how to make a good fighter. And, and we, I think we established that paladins are better until level 11. Helens are better. Yeah, a third extra attack is what puts the fighter over. over the edge. Yes, um, it carries you until the end of the game. So, yeah. um, okay, we'll we'll try to In keep terms the second martial prowess. Try to keep the second half more appropriately length. I thought we did a great job. Let me roll that. Okay, go ahead. You rolled twice last time. No, you rolled twice last time. What the fuck are you talking about? What? I didn't roll last time. You yeah. roll. Fine, roll. I can't remember. Did you? I don't know. It's been a while. Roll. Heya! That's a four. Which gets us to the <gasps> Warlock. I called it. I called it. I'm actually very excited about this one. You like Warlocks. I love, I, but I'm not. I'm never a Warlock. You so. know, I feel like Warlock from 3rd edition to 5th edition was a great addition. I think that's probably the thing they did the best job of revamping. Yes. Was the Warlock. Bringing in a Warlock as a core class and making it what it is. Yes. Because I, yeah. Warlocks in 3.5, 3rd edition, weren't that good. They really weren't. And they didn't really make sense, like, in the grand scheme of the story. Weren't they all, like, the sword-based? Yeah. Yeah. They were Hexblades. Yes. Basically. Even yes. though I think Hexblade was its own class. Yes. The Warlock, as it stands in 5th edition, is a good, it is a good, well-designed class. I love them. I, I think they're fun. Uh, I think they give you a lot of role-playing options that other races, other it's classes don't get. You, your personal quest is built in. You have a person. Like, everyone has gods. But gods don't always do things for you. Like, even clerics have to use divine intervention to really get with God. Warlocks, their patron is up on their shit. Well, I do want to point out, as written, the, the patron interacts with you is subtle. Yeah. It's like you see a message in the bubbles on the water. But it's there. It's but like, it's, it's but always it's happening. Right. You, you... The way the the way the dew settled on the grass spelled out a word like it's supposed to be subtle. Backtrack. What's a warlock? Warlocks are people who've who've made a deal with a entity and through it gained incredible power. Classic example of a warlock. You sold your soul to the devil to gain to play with the fiddle. Faust. Yeah. Well, I was gonna. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You you sold your soul for power. Yeah. The, the little story of Faust. You sold your soul to the devil to get ultimate power. He is like. The most classic warlock I can imagine. Now, I do like that it's not just a demon or a devil necessarily. I also like that warlocks aren't just guys anymore. Used to be witches and witches warlocks. And warlocks. Yeah, that's a weird gender distinction. Yeah, I, I'm glad they don't do that There anymore. should be a witch class, separately. Disagree with that wholeheartedly. Um, but it can be, your patron doesn't have to be a demon or a devil. It can be a good person. It can be a celestial. Yeah. Correct. 
could be a archfey, which is neutral in theory. Theory. Yeah. And then there's other ones. The undying isn't good or bad. Right. You know. And there's one more. The light. There's something light. I can't remember what that one is. The undying light. I feel like there's one more there. that, I'm always, that I always the, forget. There's the Hexblade, which is probably not so good. The Celestial, the Great Old One, yes. which is chaos. That's the that's what I was thinking is the Great Old One. Great Old One's not necessarily good nor bad. It's just chaos. Well, isn't the Great Old One supposed to be Cthulhu? It can be. Uh, Cthulhu. Um, but isn't uh, it like Tharzadun, thematically what uh, it is? Zargon the Returner is one they have here. That which lurks, literally just that's its name. So yeah, they're 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 so, Lovecraftian horror. Yeah, they're lo- they're they're otherworldly beings. So again, it doesn't have to necessarily be a bad thing. It usually is, but right. it doesn't have to be. Now, to be fair, all this great flavor and all these extra words and all these pages—they only say pages. one thing. They say Eldritch Blast. That's all they say. Is that all they say? That's, uh, yeah, I look. I, I see these. I things. say packed. I see packed everywhere. No, I, I look at all that. I'll look at all packed, these. Look packed, at packed, Eldritch packed, Blast. Packed. Eldritch Blast. Look at it. It's all these words. They just say Eldritch Blast. It's Seventeen pages. It says Eldritch Blast. Yep. I'm not seeing oh, anything right, else. Oh, it actually does no. say Eldritch Blast. Yep. Nope. Eldritch Blast. Eldritch Blast. Because what else am I gonna do as a warlock? Nothing. I mean, Eldritch Blast is very powerful. For realsies, if you wanted to streamline, make a basic ass warlock who wanted to be good at combat. You fucking go deep on Eldritch Blast. It always reminds me of uh, Yu Yu Hakusho back in the day. Just pointing his finger gun and blasting people with it. Agonizing Blast, Eldritch Blast. Done. Yep. I don't need... And then you can get Eldritch Spear. You can get... This one that pushes... Is that Spear the one that pushes... The Lance of Lethargy. The Spear gives you range. Yes. Lance of Lethargy gives you... Uh, slows them down. Repelling Blast pushes them away. Repelling Blast. Is just like, yeah. uh, Eldritch Blast. What, I don't need anything else. You know why? Because a fucking cantrip. It's a D10... Plus, plus charisma, charisma I take Agonizing Blast at a range of 300 feet if you take with Eldritch Spear. Spear. Yeah. 300 feet, sir. Yes. Sir. Sir. You're a literal sniper. Sir. Yeah. Cantrip. It's very Cantrip. powerful. Very powerful. Cantrip. Um, but yeah, uh, I like as good as the Warlock is in combat, uh, and the other thing about it is... It is one of the few spellcasters that can wear armor to begin with. Yeah, it gets light armor proficiently to start. Yes. Now that's hold really on. powerful. We're not. We skipped something in Eldritch Blast. I don't want to talk about how many Eldritch Blasts. You, you can get. shoot more beams. More yeah, beams. I, I, I just put out my four fingers. Get my literally four. level five, two beams. Level eleven, three, three beams. Level seventeen, four fucking beams. Yes. I get my fourth attack before the fighter does. Yep. Forty ten plus twenty. It's it's stupid. It's force damage. Yeah, which there is no resistance to force damage that I know of. I think something might, but not that I'm aware. I don't know. No, not even. That's usually your safe damage. Yeah, force damage is usually your safe damage. It's not an elemental type. It's not a physical type. It's not necrotic. It's not radiant. It just just, is. It is. It's just literal damage. It's shooting psychic arrows. It's not. They're not even psychic. Physical force arrows at you. It's literally just G force hitting you. It's the force. Yeah. It's the force. Yes. Imagine, force, like, force channeling the force so tightly into a bullet. And just mind bullets! Mind bullets. It's mind bullets. So, yeah, okay. That's telekinesis. I, I'm making a joke, right, that Eldritch Blast is the main thing. Because oftentimes it is. If you, if that you know a guy... That is your primary offensive capability is Eldritch Blast as a warlock. We all have that guy who played the warlock who just did Eldritch Blast. Well, again, that's a lot like saying that the fighter only swung a sword. Or, and that's the exact comparison I was yeah. going to go for. A crossbow, guess how much a crossbow does? It's going to fire a shot. It a does bolt. a D10. Yeah. But no matter what, everyone has their weapon. 
Eldritch Blast, like, you know, uh, Sorcerer's going to have probably Firebolt. Yes. Uh, Wizards are going to have any number of cantrips. Everyone has that one thing that makes them the thing, and Eldritch Blast is the weapon for a warlock. They, it is, it's it's the sort of, it's the sword, it's the whatever, because they yeah. don't know a lot of spells. They don't, and they have very few spell slots. Like, I don't think I can emphasize yes. enough how limited their spell casting actually is. Yeah, so spells, let's just jump all the way to level 20. Spells known, 15, it's about Eldritch Knight, Eldritch Knight levels but, of spells. But the important distinction here is spell this slots. is a spell casting class, should probably have more. How many spell slots is that at level 20 you see right there? That's four. Four. You can cast four, four. spells. Now, the big distinction is you get them back every short rest. Short rest, baby. But how many short rests do you take in a day? One, same one as your two. long rests? One or two. Yeah. Depending on what you're doing. Yeah. Cause this now, class is all around cantrips. The thing about it is all of your spells as Warlock get cast at the highest possible level. All the time. Fifth level is your max. You do learn sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth spells through your Mystic Arcanum, but those are cast once per day. So they're, it's a weird spellcasting class. Very weird. Very particular. Uh, I think it's the invocations that really are what sell it, obviously. in my opinion. Yeah, obviously. Like the, the pacts that you make, whether you get a sword or a familiar why or more you, spells. Why would you do anything other than Pact of the Chain? What? Familiar. Why would you do anything other than getting a familiar? If, uh, if I'm a Hexblade, I'm definitely going to take Pact of the Blade. No, I'm going to take the Pseudo-Dragon Familiar. No. Yes, because it can turn invisible, and I communicate with it telepathically. You can scout out the entire fucking Wonderful, place, and I'm great. done. Okay. I don't. I, have I still a perfect have to spy. do all the fighting. No, I don't. I know where everything is. Great. I still have to do all the fighting. Assassinate. Assassin. So, what are you saying? Pact of the blade. Pact of the tome's the one that I think's most flavory. Yes. Essentially, you just get a book of shadows, a good old witch book. Uh, that you get more spells. Yes. You get more cantrips, I think. I think you get three or four cantrips. With you it. choose three cantrips from any classes yeah. list. You get three cantrips that aren't on the warlock cantrip list. Yeah. Which is pretty big. Yeah. Right? It's pretty good. Wait, does that mean I can have divine cantrips, too? Yeah. <gasps> That's great. Spare the dying, sacred flame, toll the dead. Yeah. yeah, those are huge. Yeah. I like that a lot. Toll the dead, by the way, the dong spell. Dong. Dong? Where is my automobile? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the. The, the packs are obviously important, but I think we need to spend just our, honestly, the rest of the show. Talking about the actual pact. Who are you talking to for this, right? Anything. Yes. Let's, let's, let's do one. Let's do all of them. Well, we, let's let, we're let, what's, do all of them. What's, okay, can we just say the Hexblade is probably the worst? Agreed. I don't, any, you know what, and you are. And I shouldn't say that because it's not bad in any way. It's good. It has utility. But, but out it, of all of them, it's it doesn't fill the role that a warlock fills. Yeah, that's why it's not as good. That's why it feels weird. Right, it feels weird, man. You're running up there in your lighter medium armor, and doing dark sorcery mm-hmm. swordsmanship. You're you're a member of the shadow fell, essentially. And then you're getting killed. Yeah, because you don't your hit die is only what a d8. It's yeah. only a d8. Mm-hmm. It's better than other spellcasters. Yeah, but still, you're not meant to be up there. So when you take the hexblade. And you start getting all these melee abilities, it's not good for you. Uh, if you're ever in an undead campaign, the undying is a great way to go. Undead literally have a hard time hitting you. You don't get, uh, you don't have to eat or drink or anything ever again. Uh, you can actually regenerate limbs as long as you reattach them at some point. So we should have an undying um, warlock and a zealot barbarian, and hard, just nobody's hard to kill. nobody's dying. Hard to kill. Now speaking of. Um, Regenerating healing things. I do like this. The healing. There's a healing warlock. Yes, the celestial. The celestial. Wonderful. It, it, it literally at 
can gain cure wounds as a spell. Yes. And it can use healing light. Yes, which, which is, is kind of very like powerful. it's kind of like lay on hands. I actually think it's a little bit little bit better because it's ranged. Because it's ranged exactly. Um, you can use it's a pool of d sixes that are what one, one plus, plus your, your warlock, warlock level. level. That's that's decent. Yeah, that's a, like a healing spell. Yeah, um, and it ranges sixty feet. It's a long rest regen, mm-hmm. but still, th- th- you 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 took this thing right, which is if I said warlock to somebody, they picture somebody doing some dark magic, yeah. whatever. You took it, you turn it on its head, and you made, made the a good version. You made the healer. Yeah. Right. They, 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 instead of making a pact with the, the devil, they found an angel. And I don't know exactly how a fucking they pact with an angel would work. Like, what would they want from you? They want you to go out and do good. I, th- I think oh, it's the same that's thing. interesting. You, you are the foot soldier for the good guys instead of the bad guys. But it's, but it's more obligatory. Yeah. As opposed to, like... I, I, and when you fail, you get to go to heaven instead of hell. Or whatever dark abyss you got si- well, that's, assigned to. Well, that's kind of the thing. Like, Constantine feels like a celestial warlock, sort of? Constantine... Definitely is a warlock, 100%. Um, I feel like he kind of like like reneged on his first deal. Exactly. And said, and then God kind of picked him and said, okay, we're cool well, now. Yeah, this is this is my well, point. When the, the pacts feel like you entered into them willingly, in air quotes, but not willfully engaging in the other side, mm-hmm. right? You have to do the other side. Yeah. It's it's the job you have. Yeah. So when I get the celestial patron, I sign up like I want the power, but you gave me a task which is probably do good. Yeah. That doesn't mean I want to do it. I have to do it. Yes. Right. So when we talk about the pacts are great flavor opportunity. Imagine being the the reluctant hero. This is this is it. Even more than that, I think that something that's incredible about the warlock that you don't really get in other classes. You can lose your power. Yes. Your your patron can say, dude, you're not doing what I'm telling you to. You're cut off. Yes. Like, that's what I'm saying. The, the flavor opportunities. Like, that is so much fun, in my opinion. Um, and being able to switch patrons, like we were talking about with Constantine. Like, the idea of actually, they actually did that. Spoiler alert. Critical Role spoiler. Don't don't listen if you listen to Critical Role. Stop now. They actually do that in mm. season two because uh, Ford jumps from being a great old one patron to an archway patron. I didn't know that about that part yet. Yeah. Spoiler for me. Yeah. Because he realized that this thing that he's trying to awaken is going to try and take over the world and do horrible things, and so he says, well, fuck that. Now, how does that work for his abilities? He loses them all for, I think, like two episodes. Oh, and gains the entire then, suite of the other ones. Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, and, I, again, the packs are all they're laid out in as a role-playing opportunity. And it's, but it was a great moment because like, he did, had this huge triumph where he said no to this thing that was giving him all of this power. Big eyeball. He was weak as shit, couldn't do anything for like you know the two episodes, and everyone just kind of like felt bad for him because they were all keeping him alive. And then he finally gets his power back, and it's like... That's, Return that's, of the Jedi. That's fun. It's very triumphant. So some of these abilities, what are the, some of these abilities that are good? Like, Let's go to like... Um, we talked about Celestials, Healing Hands. Uh, they all get various abilities. Uh, I think the Fiends is probably the most classic of hurling through hell. Yes. You hit somebody with an attack, and they go literally through hell. Uh, the Archfey goes through the uh, Feywild. Um, I think the Great Old One doesn't get that. Wait, the Archfey... Dark Delirium? Yeah. That's different, though. Because they're, they're actually lost. Yeah. But they hurl like they hurl, they take damage. Yes. Now, I do want to point out, this is just for me, the Fiend, these first two abilities are literally lifts from the Wheel of Time. Okay. Literally 
cribbed, cribbed this dark one's blessing and dark one's own luck. You know, I think we've done like a whole time. three episodes without you talking about us. That might be a record. I've been done reading the wheel of time for a long That's time. That's why you stopped point. talking about yes, it. Yes, I know because I'm reading The Witcher, so I'll start talking about The Witcher sooner. Very coin. But like, toss, toss, get it right. I won't. I don't. But really it, like it, it always frustrated me because this is such a it's such a quintessential ability of this. And it's like you couldn't come up with a better name, or is this or is this an homage to Wheel of Time? Like, hey guys, we know you did that thing Very here, well, and it, here it is be. for you. Um, Dark One's Blessing, Fiend. When you knock something to zero hit points, you gain health back. Yep. You gain temporary hit points equal to your modifier plus your warlock level. Yeah. That's that's Very how you powerful. do this. That's how I'm staying alive. Yes. Which, um, they have, what's, uh, there's, isn't there a cantrip that gives them temporary hit points too? Agonizar's, no. Um, is it a cantrip that gives them temporary hit points too? Oh, oh. No, not a cantrip. First level spell. The first level spell? False life. Oh, okay. You can get it as an invocation to cast at will if I'm not mistaken. That's what I'm thinking of. Because warlocks tend to do that, tend to give themselves temporary hit points to sustain what's going on. Yes, to sustain, yes. Because most of them are not healers. Um, Fiend expanded spell list has fireball on it, by the way. The great old one, uh, their expanded spell is exactly what you think of. Dissonant Whispers, Phantasmal Force, Sending, Black Tentacles, Dominate Person. You know, All they the- have telepathy, which is pretty cool that in my opinion. Yep. Um, but other than that, they just get to they protect their mind from the outside forces, and they create thralls, which All- I think is pretty cool. All the abilities for any of the packs are thematic to the pack, yes, right? Yes, 100%. The Feywild one lets you teleport and, and, and beguile people or whatever. The Fiend is just sort of fire damage and, and, and sending people to hell. They all are appropriate and relevant. Mm-hmm. The Hexblade just feels a little weird. It, uh, except when we talk about this multi-class that we've created this episode. We've created the Fighter, fighter warlock. warlock, which the Hexplate fits fucking perfectly. Right. You get the sort of extra power of your dark magic, but it's, this is mostly a fighter thing with a little bit of warlock. Yes, exactly. You'd be like a level three warlock, level rest s- levels fighter. Yes. Right, exactly. Because then you get to level 17 fighter, you get all those extra attacks. That's level 20. No, what's 17? What am I thinking of? The uh, extra action search. Yes. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of, level 17. So, yes, the, somehow, again, made of decent multi-class. What's our best races for fighter? Uh, for warlock. What's our best races for warlock is what I asked. Charisma boost, very important. Yanti. Um, Yanti are solid. Uh, Tabaxi are actually very good. Changelings, by far, the best, actually. Really? Why? No. Go ahead. Because they get plus two to their charisma, and then they get plus one to any other stat. Dex. In, no, including charisma. No. So you can actually get a plus three, That's which dumb. gets them to 18. That's dumb. Why is that dumb? Nothing else can do that. I know. That's dumb. I love I it. Ban, that- I ban changelings from the world. It is done. It is decided. It's just literally your eye twitch just... Make sure Anywho. you subscribe and rate the show wherever you found it. Including we won't be on next week because T-Dog over here will be dead. I'm quitting podcasting. Follow us on Twitter at RWD Podcast and feel free to send us topics you want to hear about or your D&D rants at rwdpodcast at gmail.com. Stay tuned uh, next week. you mention week Spotify? First part five and, and the following six. week part six. And we'll wrap up the three-episode arc. Bard, cleric, druid, wizard. So... Wizard Bard. Cler- I was going to say Cleric, Druid, Bard, Wizard. Yeah, that's got to be it, right? Although Bard, Wizard would be terrible. No, these aren't going to be the good multi-classes. Cleric, Druid actually would work. It's all wisdom. You're a wisdom spellcaster. Yeah, but why? Anyways, uh, we'll talk about it. We'll yeah. talk about it next week. Yeah, we'll get there. All right, people. Until then. Much love. Till then. <laughs>
Thank you.